Welcome to the Fear and Greed Afternoon Report for Friday the 1st of July 2022. I'm Michael Thompson. Every afternoon we've got the five things that happened today that you need to know about, so let's jump into it. Story number one is the local market and investors hoping for a brighter start to the new financial year will be disappointed with the S&P ASX 200 closing down 0.4% today to 6,540 points. It's down 0.6% for the week. Looked like it was actually going to be a better day with early trading seeing the market almost 1% up before coming back down and then a rush for the exits in the final few minutes of trade saw the market closing well in the red. Energy and materials sectors were the worst performers. The biggest decline in the top 200 came from Lithium Group, Liontown Resources down 5.2%. Woodside Energy was next, down 4.4%. A drop in commodity prices certainly didn't help. And it also saw the Aussie dollar reach a two-year low of about 68.3 US cents. The best performers on the ASX 200 were Biotech Mesoblast, up 11.5%, and Buy Now Pay Later Group Zip, up 9%. But My favourite story today was about WA shipbuilder Austal, which won a contract to build vessels for the US Coast Guard, and its shares closed up 25%. Not bad. Story number two is all about what's happening in global markets at the moment. The US stock market has recorded its worst first half year of trading in more than 50 years. The S&P 500 closed out the half this morning, down more than 16% for the last six months. The Nasdaq posted its biggest ever losses over the same period. The story isn't much better in Europe. In the UK, recession fears drove the FTSE 100 to its worst month since the early days of the pandemic. But if you want to get an overall picture of just how bad it is right now, take a look at the MSCI World Equity Index, which is widely used as a global benchmark. The index has lost more than 20% in the last six months, with inflation and fears over interest rates helping to wipe $18.9 trillion off world stocks since the start of 2022, really led by the tech stocks. That is incredible. Story number three, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has arrived in France for a meeting with President Emmanuel Macron. The two actually met a couple of days ago on the sidelines of the NATO meeting in Madrid, where the topic of Australia's Axe submarine contract was discussed. You remember President Macron claimed former Prime Minister Scott Morrison lied to him over the cancellation of the deal. Seems like that's all water under the bridge now. I think the change of government and the $830 million settlement to the French submarine builders will probably have helped with that. Unfortunately, Anthony Albanese said he'll be keeping his conversations with the French president private, so we don't know if there'll be a formal apology offered. Meanwhile, tensions continue to escalate between China and Australia. Beijing has warned Canberra it's been involved in risky and provocative behaviour by flying an Australian surveillance plane in the South China Sea a few weeks back. A spokesman for China's Ministry of National Defence said, and I quote, those who come uninvited shall bear the consequences. Don't worry, we are not alone in this. Canada received the same warning, if that makes it any better. Story number four, Australia is set to pass a grim milestone in the pandemic next week, our 10,000th death from COVID-19. It is low compared to other countries, but it is still a confronting number when you think about what it means. 10,000 Australians losing their lives to COVID-19. It comes as Health Minister Mark Butler urges Australians to get their booster shot. Authorities are bracing for a surge in case numbers as we enter a third wave of Omicron and cases are already rising. 
Finally, story number five. I was hoping to find some good news to finish on, and unfortunately, I couldn't find it. There was another big decision out of the US Supreme Court, this time relating to climate change. In a 6-3 ruling, the court found the Environmental Protection Agency doesn't have the authority to force electricity utilities to close down coal-fired power plants and shift towards renewable energy. It's being described as the biggest court case on climate change in more than a decade, while at the same time a little premature because the Biden administration hasn't actually attempted to cut carbon from power plants. The ruling was split 6-3 along the same lines as the controversial decision last week to overturn the Roe v. Wade abortion laws. It is another sign of the conservative shift in the Supreme Court after former President Donald Trump made three appointments during his four-year term. That's it for the Afternoon Report for Friday, the 1st of July, 2022. Adam Lang and I will be back tomorrow morning for the weekend edition of Fear and Greed with our special guest judge, media commentator, Tim Burrows. I'm Michael Thompson. Enjoy your evening. 